0: Welcome back to the podcast, everybody.
2: I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And this is FNA Van Life.
0: The podcast.
2: Podcast, podcast, podcast.
0: (laughs) Today we have a special guest. His name is Big Logan. He has a YouTube channel um, that we really admire because he is a van builder.
2: Yeah, and the van that he built most recently was really a wonderful build. And it was called Peggy, and he's already sold it off. And he's going to be working on another build soon, hopefully. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what it's like.
0: Yeah, so it's interesting because he's actually somebody who's building vans to flip them or like making a business out of building vans. Mm -hmm. And if you can hear something weird, it's Paco licking himself
2: a lot. I'll try to stop him. (laughs) If you guys don't know who Paco is, he's our little dog that we adopted about seven months ago. And he's an amazing little creature.
0: Yeah, his snaggletooth is... Famous on our YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah.
2: And if you guys don't know that, you guys could go check us out on YouTube at FNA Van Life. Really easy to find our videos there.
0: Yeah, so let's give a quick update of what we are and where we're doing.
2: Yeah, right now Wait, we're... Wait, that
0: did not make no sense.
2: What we are and where we're doing. <laughs> nice job. Thank you. It's all good. That I think they knew what we meant, though. Yeah. So um, where we are is we're in Sarasota, Florida right now, and we are working on our new van build and... Alex just released a book today.
0: Oh my gosh, I did. Yeah. So, uh, if you guys are interested in all things van life, it's a practical guide taking you from, you know, dreaming about van life, planning for it, what you need to do to build out your van and then all the practicalities of actually living on the road. And it's a really cool, all encompassing guide I think it's kind of funny while also being informative. Yeah,
2: that's what it's all about. That's who our personality is, I feel like. (laughs) I feel like we're funny while informative. We're trying to bring things in a lighter way to make it just feel fun, you know?
0: Yeah, so we'll put a link to the book down below in the podcast notes. It's only available on Amazon Kindle. um, And I should probably look at other places where I could release it as a Kindle book. um, But I'll figure that out in the future.
2: Yeah, yeah, we'll figure that all out. But yeah, so, so right now we are in Sarasota, Florida, and we're building out our new rig, and we actually just... Put down a subfloor. It took us two times to have to do it. So hopefully... Oh, my goodness. So this is what we're
0: learning about van building is that everything is more complicated than you thought. And often things don't work out exactly the way you thought either.
2: I think the other thing is we're not building this van exactly how we built the other one. We're using different...
0: Techniques, techniques and materials. And the reason
2: why we're using these different techniques is because we don't want to, like, drill into the van. Yeah, so last time
0: when we built our subfloor, we literally took two-by-threes and drilled them straight into the base of the van, which yeah. was super sturdy, but mm-hmm. every time you make a new hole in your van, you're inviting opportunity for more rust. And
2: moisture in general, too, you know, so you, keeping that moisture out is kind of key, you know, at, when you cut into the van, so, you definitely got to make sure that you prep the surface area after and clean it up. But you guys can find more about that on our actual YouTube channel.
0: Yeah, on our weekly vlogs. But, yeah, so we are just kind of exhausted building, um, you know, this is our full-time job right now is building this van. So, we're literally all day, every day working on the van. No weekends. <laughs> even, no...
2: even when we're sleeping, we're dreaming about the van. It's yeah. kind of crazy.
0: So building a van is a whole lot of work. Um, You know, you see the beautiful Instagram photos and that's all, you know, good and well, but it it takes takes a long time. Just
2: to get to one of those places and take those wonderful pictures. I mean, listen, van life is the best life that we've ever lived and that's why we're building another rig and we're getting ourselves back out there. Because it's it's really, truly just an amazing way to live life and meet different people and just experience What's in your own backyard? Because most people don't go more than 30 miles away from their house.
0: Mhm. So these next couple of months, we are going to be stationary working on the van build. Um, but we have a lot to look forward to. And maybe we'll be meeting Big Logan when we hit the road. Yeah, it'd
2: be amazing. Uh, we We've talked with him about staying in touch and, you know, hanging out and, you know, just... I don't know, grabbing grabbing some high-quality H2O together.
0: (laughs) So, last week on the vlog, we talked about making money on the road. And so, this isn't necessarily a way to make money on the road, but flipping vans right now is a very profitable business.
2: It's like flipping a house, but in a niche market right now
0: right and it's a way lower input so rather than having to buy a house that's you know over a hundred thousand dollars probably i'm sure more close to two three four depending where you are yeah um you can get into a van for probably max fifty thousand dollars
2: and if you actually could build it out yourself too on top of that you could then sell the van for like thirty to fifty k more than what you're into it for
0: right so big logan seems to have it all figured out His original intention with the van was to, you know, do van life and travel. Um, Some things in his life changed during the building of the van, which then made him, you know, rethink life on the road. And, you know, he was going to be doing it with his significant other. And then that, you know, wasn't going to be the case anymore. So, you know, plans change. And I think, too, what I'm realizing now that we're on our second build is that I love our first build but well, there was a lot of things that we didn't know.
2: Yeah, exactly. And you know, our van was built really well and it it lasted us the whole time as well as it had most of the things, right? I feel like I feel like mm. we did a lot, right? But there's definitely quite a few things that we want to change.
0: Yeah, there's certainly room for improvement. And now that we've lived on the road for over a year and we know what we like and we know how we live.
2: At least we think we know what we like. (laughs) And and we we definitely know how we live. So the space should be more user-friendly in that sense. But who knows? We might be like, man, we need to change our build again.
0: Who knows, dude? I feel like you know we've but, already changed our floor three times. So. But yeah, but I think we
2: figured out like our sweet spot where uh, we're getting we're getting back in the flow of the building.
0: Yeah. So let's get into this chat with Logan. We're gonna talk all things van build. Um, he's a really smart builder, and he's you know somebody that I would trust with any question that I had with a van build.
2: Yeah, for sure. I, we definitely hit him up for different questions, and, and we actually watched a couple of his videos just to try to figure out more about how to specifically work inside a ProMaster, because yeah. that's what we're building out, and that's what he built out. So
0: I actually looked up, I was like, Big Logan, sub floor. Like, yeah. how do I do this? Because we fudged it up. <laughs>
2: yeah, you know, it's okay to get yourself out there and reach out and see these different ideas, because it just makes your
0: idea that much better if you could add to it. Mm-hmm. So let's get into this chat with Big Logan.
1: How's going?
0: Good. Hey, how are you good. doing tonight?
1: Super duper, man. Can't complain. If I I'm finer than frog hair, split three ways right now.
0: <laughs> I, like awesome. it. I like it. Hey, how's your new man cave working out?
1: It's going good. Yeah, we do. We do a lot of upfitting and renovations on the channel. So yeah, we build uh, the theme of the channel, create, build, explore, and laugh and have fun all along the way. So we do a little bit. That's kind of a variety show. So really appreciate you guys. FNA Van Life, huge fan of you guys. Like before I started my YouTube channel, you guys were a big inspiration uh, to me. And uh, just want to give you guys a shout out and definitely thank you for having me on uh, the stream tonight.
2: Thank you so much, man. I'm getting some goosebumps right now. I appreciate that. (laughs) That's that's so awesome. You know, it's crazy to hear that we, you know, You've been watching us and all these other people that we're doing these chats with, they're all watching us because we have no idea sometimes who's actually out there watching us. And we come yeah. across your guys' videos and we absolutely love them. And that's why we invite you guys on the show, you know, because I think it's, it's all about just uh, community and just showing who else is out there and what we're all out yeah. here doing. And I, what I love is we're all out here having fun, man.
1: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. If, if you weren't having fun, it would feel like work. So let's have fun and let's do it all in one time. So absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Yes, sir. Um, I, I do like the fact that you guys, uh, you and your, it looks like you and your buddies were building out the man cave just recently too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We just launched that one. It's, it's ranking, um, top video as far as, you know, when you get our, uh, analytics back as creators, it's it's a top-grossing video, and I thought the Vantour video would be that number one. Well, the past couple of videos I've made, they just keep topping out each other. So it's it's been fun, but yeah, we do um, DIY garage type renovation where we we do a budget-focused um, but really cool and slick uh, clean finish um, garage workbench builds and stuff, just to really uh, tune in. I help my family with uh, renovating the garage space with storage and some of the other stuff along the finer details of doing van builds. So, you know, it's, it's a application of practicing building and creating and problem solving with that one in mind is a budget. So it's, it's really fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For those who are watching that are coming over from y'all side, check out Big Logan's channel on, on the uh, Man Cave uh, content for sure. Yeah,
2: I love your channel, man. I think it's absolutely hilarious as well as I learn something from it every single time. The Thanks. crazy part was is I was watching the Vantor or even before the Vantor when you were doing the shower um, yeah. and we were actually doing the same shower in this new build and yeah. it was just so interesting to see you do it and make it work with like Flex Seal and whatnot, you know, and, I I thought it was absolutely incredible to watch that, and it gave me hope that I could do it something similar like that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so the the shower was a focus, again, on budget. I wanted to kind of think outside the box. A lot of people said, why don't you do a drop-in fiberglass pan? And the immediate answer to that, and I introduced it at the the beginning of the video, um, was that this is a custom shower pan, a custom dimension. I can't order something off the shelf for this um mm-hmm. uh, next time around maybe a fiberglass custom fiberglass mold but flex seal i've seen people test these in their rvs uh do a year-long in review test up on their rv roofs coating mm-hmm. the entire top of their camper exposed mm-hmm. to uv rays water obviously stale uh <laughs> hail storm and ice, everything and it's they just scrub it with warm soapy water and it becomes a brilliant finish again so I had to put that to the test and say, let's do the very own and first uh, shower pan with flex seal with cheap plywood, right? The budget was probably about $45 to build that shower pan.
0: Because
1: I feel like a shower
0: pan in itself can cost a pretty penny, and then building everything around it. And so the whole setup can really rack up. Actually, more.
1: Yeah, you can paint on that flex seal to go up high. So you're almost even if you want to do a full on built in. Right. I do. a, I did a convertible uh, shower system. But if you wanted to keep continuing that up the wall. Right. And box yourself in. It's very popular to do a, a walk in shower toilet combo. Um, yeah, it just it just made sense. It was thirty dollars for the flex seal for a quart. That was two liberal coats of it. And. That stuff should last for years. So could you yeah. make
0: a bathtub so, uh, out of it? Debbie wants to you know. Could I, <laughs> I mean people
1: feel like as a, as seen on TV, right? They like they right. build a screen-bottom boat out of it. Um, people say long-term. What about the peeling? Um, the peeling I could see from a differential in pressure. Right? You put your weight on it, mm-hmm. and there's flexation with your load. Well, this thing was built with quarter-inch plywood right Mm -hmm. on top of the laminate flooring, right? The first thing us van lifers do when we build a van is put our subfloor down Mm -hmm. and then possibly our final finish of whatever ornately we want on our floor. So this goes right on top of that. You're standing dead flat on your subfloor. So there there really is no possibility of any flexation there. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of people are asking about that with road vibrations. The other thing about road vibrations is, Flex Seal is a urethane. Urethane is like what balloons are made out of. It's a stretchy mm-hmm. rubber, highly elastane, uh, as far as chemical properties go. Yeah. And I don't want to toot my horn. I'm a mechanical engineer by degree, and I have a little background in this. And I, I wanted, to, even with that, I could have bought expensive product, but I wanted to put some of that science to the test and save people money, right? Like we can paint up our whole instead of buying a cut or. Say, doing even as, as as convenient and aesthetic as it is, peel and stick backsplash, um, which is really popular for vans, or doing a flex grout, flexible grout and tile, the weight savings and the cost savings alone would justify trying Flex Seal, at least for a year or two. And if you don't heavily use that indoors and you use your outdoor shower, weigh the differences in costs there, yeah.
2: Well, actually, the, one of the next videos we're going to be putting out is like how to build your van on a budget, like how to save money, right? So this is one of the perfect ideas yeah. on how to save money in a big way. That's, you're, you're talking a couple hundred dollars. You know, you're, not, you're, not talking, you're not talking about 20 bucks. You're talking a few hundred bucks when you do something like this.
0: Yeah. You've only built out one van so far, right? So you're working on your second or you're about to get into that second cool. one. Did you build the first one with the intention of flipping it?
1: Yes and no. So um, ultimately, the idea was to become a, a van lifer and explore the nomadic, the nomadic lifestyle and, and really branch out into being a digital nomad. Um, quickly, I learned that my aptitude and skill set, um, not only in my past career experience uh, being in technical sales and that, like I said, as an engineer, um, I really saw this as a business opportunity, too. So selfishly, um, in the future, I am definitely going to uh, partake in being a van lifer. But this first one helped me uh, selfishly and unselflessly. I had to sell the first one to get Mountaineer Van Work started. Yeah. Um, Quite frankly, because I couldn't handle um, the expense of keeping that and then trying to build another one to start selling.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. I kind of had to do it backwards where... I I might have to prove the business model and sell one or two or three first um, and then become my own type of identity and road test and, and be a van lifer. So it's it was a dream of mine from the start. Selfishly, I wanted to build that van to keep it. Um, but as, as it transformed and a very, very awesome buyers who bought the van, they got a van that I poured my heart into um that again i was selfishly wanting to build as my own but um seeing uh the return on that investment and the time investment and all the skills that i learned it was a no-brainer to build another one or two or three Mm -hmm. i mean you guys are going into a pro master now and from a mercedes you know people say oh you've done a van before what's the difference between doing a different van well it's actually night and day difference when you switch the chassis Oh yeah. It's starting over other than the fact that you may have a better refined idea of your layout because you've been in them. Um, So a takeaway for me as a builder now, I'm identifying as a builder, right? Um, Is, is that I have those templates, I have experience and I can streamline and keep the quality just as high. So I am, I'm really excited about building more and eventually want one for myself for sure. The Pro Master was the choice of build right out the gate for me. um Not only because it's cost effective, I bought brand new. I, I honestly think that I'll always buy uh, brand new. Well, especially
0: um, if you're looking to turn around and flip them too, because then it gives the buyer a lot of peace of mind in terms of, yeah. like, I think your last van had only a thousand miles on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was really miles. amazing to be like.
1: It had 992 until I drove it to do the van tour video and drove it back home. So I was wanting to post it under a thousand, but um yeah, and I, I in the OEM the factory warranty, which seven oh savage, which you guys did a live stream with. Yeah, yep. Huge fan. I drew huge inspiration from Seven O Savage. That should not go unrecognized, by anybody who's watching right now, um I I was uh, completely um, influenced by YouTube to even start building these things, or yeah. even salivate about the idea, or imagine the idea of living on the road in a in in not a RV, but uh, more of a smaller, you know, a Class B DIY mm-hmm. uh, tiny home. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the new van. Um, yeah, it'll carry over the factory warranty. Just like seven Oh Savage said, you know, we do light touches on the electrical system. And other than that, it's no different than a craftsman doing an upfit in that space to build out shelves. I mean, what, I mean, we're doing fancy shelves. We're doing cabinets. We're doing sinks. We're doing countertops beds, but yeah. that's no, that's absolutely no different than, in uh, a craftsman doing shelving for a plumbing company. Or an HVAC company per se, yeah. so the factory warranty um, always resides there as long as your OEM, you know, carries that through. So yeah, as long
2: as you don't go underneath that hood and start changing stuff underneath. Yeah, like, right,
1: putting so right. a turbo <laughs> on a twin turbo or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to cut my teeth into at least one more van, uh, being a build to sell format where I invest in the van, uh, follow that vision, and then sell. Um, but very very soon. Mountaineer Van Works is going to grow into a custom client van building business where we are going to take in clients and design from the ground up, whether they are Ford Transit, uh, Mercedes Sprinter, or Ram ProMaster, um, or anything European that they can bring into the U.S. Uh, we will we'll will try to custom upfit that for them um, with a little bit more tenure on my side. So I'm trying to pace myself and and not overcommit right now.
0: not like taking orders from people you're basically just building and then whatever you build is what you sell but so how do you decide like your budget in terms of materials um for what you're going to put into the van knowing that you're going to sell it
1: so a couple big budget items um for custom van upfitting is definitely the battery bank you know we if we want to go off-grid we want a substantial battery bank, and we wanted a premium battery bank. And when we're talking that, we're talking the difference between absorbed glass mat, AGM, or gel versus the big one, lithium. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing there is swinging the price range uh, between um, $1,000 or $500 to $4,000. So that's a big budget swing. That's a big decision you have to make right out the gate. Solar is cheap, $100 per 100 watts, um, basically. And um, plumbing kind of falls in line. I, I actually did a flexible tube um, versus PEX. I found it a lot more usable and way more flexible versus a PEX line and not having to do any 90-degree uh, elbows. I don't know if you guys saw the, the plumbing build series on that. Um, I did barb fittings and premium stainless hoses, and those – Uh, Flex tubes are rated at like 120 PSI. It might be 90 PSI. Don't quote me on that. That is absurdly larger than anything that pump can ever output for a 12-volt marine pump. So some people are saying, well, why don't you do PEX? And quite frankly, it was more of a preference there. But uh, definitely battery bank. Battery bank always comes up. um, And then putting an air conditioning unit on. If you want to pull from shore power... Um, we want to, we want to see, you know, are we going to run an air conditioning unit? Um, one thing as far as budget goes, again, we all know that the budget needs to be spent on the refrigerator. So a DC premium refrigerator versus a dorm fridge for a hundred to 150, $200 of a dorm fridge, I would recommend anybody, and you guys probably know this by now, don't, don't spend that money there. Spend good money on your refrigerator on a DC marine grade catch latch, uh, high efficiency yacht style fridge. So for materials alone will range on future builds between uh, about 12000 and $20,000 depending on features.
0: No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think we're finding that right now too while we're going through our van build and like deciding, okay, do we want to spend... $500 on a fridge or do we want to spend a thousand dollars on a fridge? Mm-hmm. Do we want to, you know, get the really expensive brand name or can we find something that's a little bit off brand? And so for yeah. us, cause it's going to be our van, you know, brand name doesn't matter so much for us as long mm-hmm. as like the quality is there. Yep. But I would right. think if you're trying to resell it, that the brand name would almost be super important because people are looking for that as like a standard of quality. Yep.
1: So I I did it both right guys. I wanted to find the cheapest possible DC fridge um, that had good reviews. Yep. Those were mostly the uh, chest style, right? Um, I think uh, was it was at Arctic or something. Mm. Um, it's a chest style fridge, right? It's a DC fridge. I think you're under five hundred dollars there for a pretty decent size. Um, Hi, forty quart. Yeah, I think it was about forty and. I bought Isotherm, right? So I'm one of the guys who went with the name brand, the big brand. But I also got a giant fridge. It was a 4.6 cubic foot um, Isotherm Cruise Elegance 130 fridge to put in there. That was the main emphasis for the build, though. Almost the rest of the build kind of was built around uh, the fridge itself. So um, if you want a stand-up fridge, I would definitely lean towards Isotherm. Um, if you're, if you want to do a chest style again, um, there's definitely other options out there. You don't have to go with ARB or, uh, you know, some of the bigger brands. There's definitely other ones out there as far as chest style goes. Yeah. Mm. I we mean, have
0: ice co and we, we really like it. We've got it plugged yeah. into the house here. Yeah. <laughs> Basically the whole time we've been building here. Cause the fridge is already super full and we have our own stuff that we like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We have our ice co going and it's, honestly been really awesome so no complaints on that and then almost half the price of like the domain or something like that i think for
2: me preference uh i i go with the the chest style fridge because it takes up less space in the build and you could always make it like slide in and out in some type of way Uh, that way it's hidden as well um and you could also make it as like another countertop where a Mm stand-up fridge can never be a countertop, you know. It's always yeah. going to be built into the framing of like the woodwork or something like that. Uh, yeah. I definitely agree with you. DC is definitely the better way to go. You're not having to, you know, uh, go up in voltage and lose some type of, you know, right. voltage there. So DC is definitely the best way to go for sure.
0: One of our users really loves eighty um, twenty. I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. How you found working with that? Did you have to get special tools in order to cutter it? And like, would you choose, like, especially building for other people, would you choose 8020 mm-hmm. or wood or things like that?
1: Yeah. So um, I did a sliding king bed, slat bed style, right? When we put our, anybody who wants to know about a slat style couch or, or chair or bed, everybody goes like this to explain how it works. Yeah. Right? It's like, it goes like this. So you transform in a horizontal uh, plane, no extra space. But when you slide out, you gain all that, right? And I did that with two by fours for the last build. Well, that was very heavy. Um, it, it was a little bit heavier, but the the weight budget uh, cumulatively for the van was still very light, about 1,900 pounds. So 2,200 pounds for cargo, water, and uh, personnel, anybody who wants to actually climb in the van and drive away with it. So um 8020 aluminum and I'm actually thinking about working with a custom fabricator, uh Rust of my garage and Cardinal Scientific are um great custom um CNC water jet manufacturers and I'm thinking about doing a custom almost duplicating what a two by four does but um bending uh, aluminum sheet metal into <laughs> a a rectangle. Paco!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we box it all long, long times. Get all fired up. Yeah, so I'm thinking about making my own bed slat, um, custom for van lifing, and ready to accept the footboard because we all like our headboard and footboard to be made out of a nice sturdy wood, so right. we can ornately stain it. And I'm I'm doing the transforming style where it'll slide mm-hmm. in and out. Um, I want to custom build that for the next build and future builds for weight saving. Um, but then also for the aesthetic, cause a lot of people really prefer a metal bed yeah. uh, over a wood bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But 80, 20, as far as getting into it, if you don't have a machine shop at your disposal, 80, 20, buy off the shelf, right? You cut it to length. You have all the arrangement and assortment of hardware materials and bracketry to make all your 90 degree angles or different, um, Features, it's it's about perfect. So,
2: secondly, <laughs> um, I have a question because I'm building uh I'm building a roof rack, you know, and I was thinking yep. the difference between eighty twenty 20 uh, as a roof rack or yep. you know possibly kind off as a roof rack.
1: Amazing YouTube creator just came out with their Ram Pro Master one fifty nine inch high roof, and they bought um off of Amazon. I think it was like a two hundred fifty dollar roof rack system which is almost identical to 8020 so it runs longitudinally down the length of the van and it interfaces with the stock cargo uh roof rack bolts on the printer yeah so i i am definitely considering that because i put 12 holes right through the roof with um die core lap sealant and butyl tape to mount our three solar panels on peggy um, but going back through, if anybody were to want to rearrange or add a deck or add another roof vent fan or a, a solar panel, or I want to leave that option up to people to reorient, and shift.
0: Yeah, we uh, actually came into that trouble when we had we redid yeah. our solar panels. We were working with Grape Solar, and they gave us basically this whole big upgraded system, which was awesome. Yeah. But it meant that we had to rip out the panels that we had and put and all would, new solar
2: panels And they in. were drilled into the roof. So right, with that right. said, now we pull them off, we have to reseal them and then we have to drill new panels into the yes. roof. So now you're creating more holes, which means possibility of an of a leak somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, it obviously-
0: just looks messy and it's mm-hmm. like so this that's why we want to do the roof rack this time for sure, because then that would give us the ability to make you know, have the panels and then also have a deck laid out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So we might need to look at that rack that he's talking about. Yeah. We did buy yeah. um, these metal kind of like shoe box things that have bolts that hook into those brackets. Yeah. yeah. And then you can put like your Kind or whatever onto those. Or the
2: 8020, yeah. whatever it is. And I want to make it to where things are sh- You can shift them around if you absolutely need to. You know what I mean? So right. like you put the boards in a specific way, but say, you know what? I don't want it like this lift the panel out pull the boards down drop the panel back down and it's set right back up
1: yes yeah yeah very convertible space i mean the whole interior is meant to be multifunction why shouldn't the roof be multifunction Correct. correct yeah
0: are there any what was i thinking moments during building of peggy
1: man that that is a great question um absolutely cutting into a brand new van at that point, maybe had three or 400 miles on it to cut in the windows and the roof end fan. Uh, you guys are going to experience that soon enough if you haven't already, but it's always dicey to grab your jigsaw with uh, your metal cutting blade and saw into the side of a perfectly good functioning van and make penetrations into the exterior. So that was definitely a big one. Um, Cutting in the drain holes for plumbing, not so much. All water rolls downhill. So that was a bad putting drain holes in for the shower and the sink to get. We did a 100-mount 15-gallon gray tank underneath. Um, That was a little bit easier on the nerves. But definitely, uh, I did a C.R. Lawrence uh, single-pane bonded window in the cargo door. So talking about budget again, a lot of people don't cover this. And I try to. The van tour uh, or the van build video at that point didn't get a lot of hits. And I understand that. I'm, I'm going as kind of a, a small name in, in, in YouTube, uh, YouTube atmosphere, uh, building a van out. So I wanted to showcase doing windows. Uh, but there are other options in doing the C.R. Lawrence clamp style window that has the two little vent flaps at the bottom. It's a clamp style system. And it's a $750 window. And I was like, come on now, like, what else is out there that fits right up to the OEM Pro Master? What can we do here? We can obviously vent by cracking down our windows and putting the louvers in the front doors or do bunk side windows that are a little more easier on the wallet and a roof end fan or dual roof vent fans to get some cross-circulation. So the answer to that was a hundred and sixty dollar CR Lawrence single pane pre-tinted. Uh, window for the cargo door, but it's uh, it is ideal to have that if you are buying a van that doesn't have the cargo door window already in it, mm-hmm. and that's because the safety of your blind spot when you head check to drive into traffic, like yeah. it is absolutely scary and terrifying to pull into traffic with just your two front doors if you have a straight up stealth camper behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, one hundred and sixty dollars in three M window weld and uh, single. Step primer also by 3M, and we were into having a beautiful black tinted and very aesthetically pleasing window system for that cargo door under $200. So we actually
0: just made that same choice basically. Also, yeah. because the wait times for windows right now were insane. Yes. Um, I know that you've kind of been building through the pandemic, so I'm sure you mm-hmm. know some of the pains of that. But you know, we go to order the $700 window, and it's not going to get here until like March. Yep. you're like, well, there has to be something else. And those two little flappy windows, I'm like, that's not even going to do anything. Why yeah. am I paying extra for these little flappers when I have so many other points of ventilation in the van? Yeah. um, Well
2: um, For us, we, we did yeah. we're doing two, not two fans, but we're doing, you know, a hatch open area as well as a fan in the front. So, you know, you'll be able to get that and two slider window windows in the back and the slider windows. So there's plenty of ventilation throughout the van so right. that single pane you know no no windows on that that side uh uh slider door was was definitely a need for us and like you said just having that awareness of what is there looking out that window you know i noticed the huge difference from the first van that you know we had that window there to now not having it is definitely a very big difference
1: oh yeah yeah for sure the other thing i i would always prefer uh, sourcing a van without any back windows in the rear gates just for mm-hmm. a security purpose. If we're defaulting to having a bed in the rear of the van, that would be the first place that I would be really insecure about. If I were to sleep in that at night was people bashing through that back window right yep. by your head when you're yep. trying to get a good night's sleep mm-hmm. and tell so people are like, man, we're really in tune with buying, you know, rear glass windows in our van. And I would, you know, opt to say, think, think twice about that some side portal you know bunk side doors a little peephole you know they might get an arm in there and, and even you know, those your chest hair or something but like you just <laughs> bat them away like it, that's what they can do they're not crawling in there so
0: uh do you have a favorite or a favorite cabinet hardware to use to ensure that your doors stay shut
1: I do. I featured it on episode four of the build series, which was, uh, how to build your own van cabinetry, I think is what the title was. I found that, um, uh, it's, it's named after an old English mother. It's called the Kranich catch latch. Um, it's on Amazon. Um, it's, I don't know if it's named after an old English mother or not. It sounds like an old grandma can uh, It's Cranich. It's and their their motto of the brand is we know your R what does it say? We know your R V better than you do. It's what their title their motto is. And actually it's a plastic, it's a polymer catch latch. So it's not like the metal, um, like where the, the spring uh, springs open and you have the the the, the, the it. thing going in there, but it's it's a it's a plastic catch latch. It's, it's very, very heavy. Heavy. If you don't get it dead nuts perfect, you can sand it into shape and it just, it just goes like this. So yeah, <laughs> that's basically what they do though. But it's it oh, it
0: really getting into some trouble here. <laughs> they,
1: they snap tighter than skin on a grape. Let me tell you. Oh. Just, so they work great. I use them on all my access panels in the rear, like on a serious note in the trunk area. Uh, we got the hydraulic the plumbing side over here, the electrical bay. I fell in love with them where I wasn't just using them for my overhead swinging cabinet doors, but I used them to hold in just flat pieces of plywood to to, uh, retain them into a vertical surface. So I put those catch latches um, in other places too because they're lightweight and they're pretty affordable and they come in a nice pack of like 12 or 15. So you find yourself having a few extra and they're really strong. Cranich catch latch, the creativity, the, the DIY, the nature of uh, trying to think outside the box and build and create and save money. I'm definitely budget driven. Um, You know, that, I think that should shine through Um, building cabinetry. um, And I hate to say this seven savage. I saved a lot more money than you did on your van build (laughs) buying premium birch Baltic birch uh, plywood versus the red Oak or, you know, versus a top, upper echelon pine if you're doing a painting grade final uh, finish to do a premium pine there was ways that i was able to really nip down on that budget um and again 70 savage is an amazing builder all the stuff that he does whether he paint finishes or not could be stain grade in final finish quality he's so meticulous like absolutely beautiful build i'm so glad you guys had him on um huge inspiration for me too Thank
2: you you are like here when it comes to the budget. He's up here, and Alex and I are down here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Same thing about quality of uh, buildmanship.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did pretty good, but um, you know, we I, I was not a carpenter. I, you know, it was my first time ever building anything you yeah. know so to even come out with what we had and be super functional was a great feeling knowing that we could do it again and this build is definitely going to be a higher quality than the last one mm-hmm. um but we're still trying to do everything on a fair budget you know we're trying to do everything i uh, i don't know and i would say probably under the you know 15 area you know so we'll see how it all works out <laughs> like oh, yeah you know Hey, that we'll flex seal shower
1: save you a lot of coin right there. Right. The, um, y'all's first van build caught my eye. I was really into just van tours. You know, that's how I think a lot of us get into this is watching van tours oh. and starting to. Y'all caught my eye. the 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 stain finish that you chose, whether it wasn't a premium material or not, yeah. dude, it and it looked great. And I know you guys were bittersweet when you sold her.
2: Oh yeah. But she's in better
1: hands now. So, yeah. yeah.
2: She so all we did was uh, plywood, and we burnt it with map gas, and then we just hit it with a polyurethane, and that was it. It was wow. like super simple, very very cheap. Um, anybody can make a build like that, you know. And yeah. and like I said that that wood grain just really popped, and mm-hmm. it, it made everything come together. And we're, when we first put it in, it was like this this feeling of like what did we just do? Because it didn't look that good when we first put it in, but mm-hmm. when the wall went up and everything was together, it was like damn, this came out really nice. You know, We were
1: yeah. really proud of it, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for
0: sure. Well, my mom thinks that you are very knowledgeable and eloquent. So Ooh. it is, must be all your rhymes and catchphrases.
1: Is mom in the next bedroom, or is, is this no, with Frankie? You're Frankie's house. screaming
0: about something on yeah,
1: the phone. My mom is so loud. Sorry There's if you
0: no hear cares. that. Ask her is- where the meatloaf is. Mom! Mom! <gasps> oh, yeah. uh,
2: i never know what she's doing in there
1: yeah we never know what she's doing back there
0: Uh, (laughs) all right so we only have a few quick minutes left here so what are kind of your big plans and goals for 2021 obviously the new van build is coming but like what are you really looking forward to in the new year
1: uh step one watch more fna van life for sure you guys have been a huge inspiration to me um i'm gonna keep watching and you guys rock Step two: build more vans for sure. Uh, again, build to sell format. I'm going to custom build with my vision, post them for sale. Mountaineer Van Works YouTube. Keep everybody who's interested up to date on any potential sale. And then uh, step three: ultimately, probably by the end of this year, um, do custom client builds. I think I'm going to move right into that with with the beautiful feedback that we've had. Um, definitely move into custom
2: builds
0: alright guys I hope that you enjoyed that chat with Mr. Big Logan
2: yeah I mean he's absolutely hilarious that guy cracks me up every single time
0: all his little, little southern sayings had me like in stitches like flip the pig over and slap it on its belly <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he would just be such a fun person to, like, hang out with and, like, sit around a campfire and just shoot the shit.
2: Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I I really hope that we do get to meet up with him and hang out because I think it would be a wonderful time.
0: Yeah. So a lot of our earlier um, podcasts on this channel were specific about different areas of van building so if you had some really specific questions one of our biggest podcasts is actually about electrical systems Mm -hmm. uh so maybe we should do an updated version of that when we're going through our electrical this time down But if you guys had any, you know, podcast questions that you want specifically answered about building or the build process, you know, if we didn't cover it here or with 70 Savage. There's
2: a couple places you guys can reach us. You can reach us on Instagram, FNA Van Life. You can DM us there. You can hit us up on email, fnavanlife at gmail.com. And as well as on YouTube, you can always send us a little comment in one of our videos And, you know, we could always make a podcast and or a video on whatever that subject is.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, we're here to answer your questions and to hopefully give you guys a lot of tips and advice to make your van life adventure successful. And just
2: insight on what it's like to build and insight on what it's like to live van life or to get there or to budget. Whatever it is, there's so many different things that we know from doing this for the last year. Uh, yeah, Maybe we haven't been doing it for 15, but it kind of feels like we have.
0: <laughs> well, my current insights about building a van is that it is freaking exhausting. Yeah, My whole body is aching. I'm so tired, but then I can't sleep because I'm thinking about the build. It's just like... We are going non-stop.
2: I can tell you, though, that there is light at the end of the tunnel because we did this once before, and when we got out and we were on the road, it was all worth it.
0: Oh, 100%. I think
2: even, like, the third day we were out there, we are like, yep, that was worth it. Oh,
0: we did it! Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, we hope that, you know, we've inspired you guys to get out on the road or, you know, make choices that are just outside of the norm because, you know, I feel like we often just kind of live the way that Everyone that we know lives.
2: Yeah, have your own freedom, have your own mind. You know, get out there and do something you love. Mm-hmm. Don't don't do it just because everybody else is doing it. Doing it do it because you want to do it.
0: hmm For our next episode, okay. we can talk about how we met in our story and how we got into. Van yeah, life. I think
2: that's a great idea. Let us know if you're interested, guys. <laughs> and then also let us know what else you're interested in. So the next one we'll do about us, and then after that maybe we'll answer one of the questions yeah. you guys have.
0: Yeah. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, uh, our book is out for sale on Kindle, so be sure to check that out. It's called Van Life, Daydream to Dream Life, How to Quit Your 9-to-5 Job and Live in a Van Down by the River.
2: Mm -hmm. I like it. I just wrote uh, Van Life, Down by the River in the search, and it was like the third or fourth book, I think, in there.
0: Yeah, and it's literally only been out for like 12 hours, so... Definitely go check it out. We are super excited to be sharing all this knowledge and information I mean, with you I guys. I
2: mean, I hope that they don't run out of copies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, we shall see. All right. Paco is freaking out down there, so we are going to head to bed. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you in the next episode. All right. Good night, guys.
2: If you guys are loving this F&A podcast and you want more, you're in luck.
0: We've decided to release a special, exclusive podcast every single month that's going to take you way more behind the scenes on what van life is really like.
2: All you have to do is just join our Patreon,
0: and we're going to hook you guys up. Patreon is a website where you can support creators that you love, hopefully like us, FNA Van Life. For a small monthly donation...
2: You guys need to get more podcasts from us and also direct access to our YouTube videos before they even come out.
0: Go to FNAvanlife.com slash Patreon to sign up today and get instant access to so much behind the scenes content.